comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me as always is Travis Scott. Alright. Yeah, I am. Good. Um, Trav, do you work out? I don't know. I've got gymnasia. <laughs> That's where we should have gone with last week's. That's where we should have gone with it last week. We're recording this directly after last week's, and we came up with a great joke that we didn't get to use. So now you've heard so it. So gym, gymnasia is sense, what happens yeah. after you go to the gym, then you forget that you got a gym gym membership, or when, yeah, or when you never you, go back, or when you when you when you keep on going down to cancel it, but something else gets in the way. That's gymnasia. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what are we doing? We just use it as the plural of gyms. That's yeah. What a waste. What a waste. We talked for fourteen fucking minutes about that. (laughs) When we could have had a thirty second joke and it was better. Uh yeah, I think we're gonna keep the click pitch classic game rolling. Mm. Uh, You may have three of them in a row. Wow. So, this is where we each have a random word generator in front of us. And on the count of three, two, one, click, we are each going to get a fresh, new, newly baked, fresh out of the oven word, a noun probably. And uh, we're going to jam those together into a messy uh, video game cake mm-hmm. mix because that's what the sort of thing that comes out of ovens. Yes. Um, and then, we and then the master chef judges, they, they judge them. And if they give them a poor score, we get eliminated and we go home and we, and we that's never the come back. the podcast. Yeah. That hasn't You'll happened have yet. Different hosts. Yeah. No, we've, we've done well. No, it happened one time, but then, you know, the platforms and pitfall guy, pitfalls guy who came, came into, to, you know, replace us. They, they only lasted one episode and then we'll be back. Yeah, then they brought us back as the, you know, the returning champs. Yeah. Uh, three, two, one, click. Spouse. Recursion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spouse within a spouse. Um, spouse recursion. Oh, it, that's interesting. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, one of those time, time games where you're in the middle of a breakup. Maybe this is, hang on, I don't know if this works, but I thought of a, like, a time game, like you said, but the goal is to create a paradox in some way where you, you, how would that work? That your spouse is, creates new, like you create infinite spouses somehow? <laughs> I don't know if that works. I feel like that would involve too much incest in some way. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure of the exact mechanics. So maybe <laughs> you, let's not you, do you, that. You walk on. You walk in on. Oh, it's two of your spouses in the midst of carnal relations. That. Mm. Hmm. Is this mm. quite right? No, mm. I don't think it is quite right. So I think no. I don't think we'll do that idea. Um, Three, two, one. That click. train. <laughs> that train just left the station. Very quickly. derailed. That train derailed. Hold. Raveling, which I guess is the opposite of unraveling. <laughs> Makes Ooh. sense. Uh, did you say hold? Yes. Hold. Oh, well, I mean, can, well, or just hold it. Like, I'm picturing what the act of raveling would look like, because you remember it's like putting something on a reel or, or, or tying, Ooh. you know, like. You, you, you find a piece of string and you start raveling. You just. Oh my God. This is, this is a, what is it? Play date? What's the little. What's the little uh, console with the with the wheel? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The playdate. I, I can't remember. Well, I think it's called playdate. 
Um, but yeah, that that's actually kind of cool. But um, yeah, Playdate. So, so for those who don't know, the Playdate is like a little handheld console where the main or one of the main inputs is essentially uh, like a a winch dial sort of thing on the like it's got a little handle that you turn. Thing is, this is this is uh, for the Playdate three, so it's a couple of console generations down. Uh, okay. Now you can actually have some three D stuff because you couldn't really have that on the Playdate because it was very much a. A small thing, because yeah, the yeah. way I'm, I'm seeing it it's is, fairly- you find a string on the ground, you're like, ooh, piece of string, and you just you start raveling it, and you're you're following and, and seeing mm-hmm. the adventure as as you as you go on. Okay, and so is the gameplay kind of in how fast you are raveling at any point? Like if you if you put if you start raveling too fast, like it might go taut, and that's going to change something in the world. Like it's going to someone's going to close the line on it, or. Mm. Bird's going to land on it, you know? Yeah. And so, you have to, like, slow it down a bit. Have to slow it down a little a bit. bit. Um, sometimes if you need or to even, go backwards, you've got to unravel yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I think very sim- very similar to, like, a limbo or an inside, you could actually mm. have that, you know, that feel of, you know, you're following along with, with a predetermined path and that path is just following the string along. But it's like- Yeah. What happened here? Why, why, you know, there's broken glass and all this sort of stuff. And well, and that could actually, that could be really cool because I don't think the Playdate has any other directional controls. Does it have a D pad? I think so. Yeah. Uh, let me just see. Oh, okay. It does have a D pad. It's got a D pad. It's got an A and a B button and it's got the, the winch. winch. So, Playdate 3 has okay, but I could- two shoulder buttons as well. <laughs> I mean, it's, got an analog, I, it's got an analog stick. There you go. That's- maybe. All right. It's considered that. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking, in a, yeah, in a limbo-ish way, like, the the sorts of puzzles you could do- I mean, in, in, this would be somewhat similar to the game Unravel, uh, sort of, but I think the fact <laughs> that it's Ravel. one <laughs> continuous- one continuous string is sort of what sets this apart, but that, yes, you- like I'm picturing puzzles where you 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 ravel it up and you're moving forward and then you hit a switch to like bring down an elevator and so you unravel it a bit to like get on the other side of that and then the elevator goes up and and it pulls you up right because now the string is over the top of it and you're creating these different so you know you get up higher or something mm-hmm. like that um you could come up with some really interesting puzzles around the you just just raveling and unraveling this string basically. For some reason, in in my head, I, I was going through all the, all the levels, and you get to an airport, and then it leads you onto a plane, and then the string goes into the pilot's cabin, and it's like, okay, well, I guess I got to wait, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, now the string, like you get to the destination, and all of a sudden, it's like, no, it's it's gone out the door now. <laughs> like, like somehow it's. <laughs> It's looped around, even though you've flown like. <laughs> I mean, it could be a mystical string of some sort. Um, I just, I just like the fact that it's like no one's led in the pilot's cabin. Okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch and wait. And all of a sudden, as soon as you get there, like the lights go off and it comes back on, and, and the, string's the string's all of a sudden out out the yeah. at the door. You just you you're still raveling it up. It's like you got this huge backpack that you like having to turn around. Well, that, oh, that's actually actually that's interesting as well. I wonder if there's a gameplay element to cutting the string at a certain point. Uh, 
to sort of to offload what you've Ooh. raveled. Right, what? so you're building it up as you go over time, but like maybe to solve a puzzle, or if something's chasing you, or weigh down you a can button, like cut it loose <laughs> to weigh down a button. Yeah, or like weigh down a button. You've just got this big ball of string um, that you've raveled. I th- I think it needs to be one of those things of there are certain points in the game in which you can't you can't cut, but right. Or, or just, or just that there are only certain points in the game, like all that, that you'll be allowed. Like to you cut. have to find the big, like guillotine, basically. Oh, we're coming up to a cutting section. I see the guillotine over there. It's, yeah, well, it's literally it just, you've gone to more of a- you've gone to France, and it's like you're you're in a mo- in, in a museum. <laughs> you see, you see this massive guillotine, and for some reason the string's running through it. <laughs> Well, all you have to pull all, the street, like all maybe you have part to put the puzzle is massive thing through because you, <laughs> you got this massive ball that you got to now fit through the small hole. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, anyway, that that's that's into. But I mean, even that, even that idea of the ball getting smaller and bigger depending on how much you've raveled or unraveled could be an interesting puzzle in a certain area where it's like, oh, you know, you need to go through here. But the but as you ravel it all up, that hole is too small for the ball now. Mm. So, actually, you have to, like, unravel, somehow find a different path to to either, yeah, cut some loose so that it's not as big. Or, yeah, like, I, I, I can picture those sorts of puzzles, which is really cool. There's something about, like, the idea of having to, having to like- give some of the wool to to like a sweet old grandma who's just trying to it's like oh, oh I, I can't yeah. i can't Make finish off this you. jumper or, or oh you look a little bit chilly son <laughs> it's like I could, I could take some of that wool and turn it into a nice jumper for you well maybe that's maybe that's the cutting points Maybe it's that you uh, throughout the world are these people knitting mm. <laughs> and Oh yeah. Like some of the puzzles might be you have to like they they're out they're sort of out of the way so you have to get to you know you have to find a way to get to them. But then you get there and they're like, "Oh, you've got all this wool for me. Great. They cut it off, make something for you and it and like and that lets you continue on." Oh, and, and in the Batman Arkham sort of thing is like as as you see, you know, the next cutscene it's like, "Oh, you got this knitted hat now and you've got this Yeah, you got a beanie. Um, you got this nice warm jumper. <laughs> Well, and then I love the idea that, like, throughout the game, you know, your ball's gotten relatively big. You have to carry it on your back for a bit or or whatever. Like, it's gotten maybe basketball-sized or, or something. But once you've, you know, you're getting into sort of the final section of the game and you just, you don't run into any of these knitting people for a long time. And you're eventually to the point where you're, like, rolling the ball in front of you. It's like this giant, you know, it, it's as tall as you now. Or taller and you're having to, you know, and then the puzzles are around how you're getting this massive, essentially, boulder of wool or string mm. through these areas. And then finally you do, like, find, I don't know, the final grandma or whatever. <laughs> and she, and she knits you, like, some fucking spaceship. I don't know. Like, whatever it is, it's some huge I know. thing. I, I kind of like the idea wool. that it's, like, some giant's jumper that, that got, you know, that, that just got- <laughs> Um, snagged at one stage, it's like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's that's only the whole thing. It. It's only half of it that's going. Yeah, you, that's it. you finally catch up, and it's this giant, <laughs> like, a 
a jumper that only like just goes down to below their nipples. Yeah, um, and it's like because the rest is all under. Have, have you got all the wool there for me? It's like, oh, uh, oh. I mean, yes, you do because it's in your outfit. <laughs> it's like it's like. Okay, so you'd have to, like, undress, take your cape off, take your beanie off. Here it all is. <laughs> and he's like, oh, thank you for that, and see ya. <laughs> and then see all of a sudden you're, like, just there shivering. Where am I? <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, you basically just, like, were distracted, like, because as you were- Golden goose goes wondering, by, like, wondering beanstalk. It's like- <laughs> Off in the clouds, you hadn't even noticed that you'd managed to climb a beanstalk somehow <laughs> with this massive ball of wool. <laughs> There's just something about like, and and so now your character's just got to go home. So he goes, looks on the ground, and there's like all these footprints, and he's like, Oh, I guess I follow them. And he, just, he walks, following you look the on the foot- ground, you look on the ground, and there's breadcrumbs. There's a different sort of trail. <laughs> it's like, Oh, I wonder where those came from. <laughs> They just lean they off to the side and it's just, they're now, ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs> so just, yeah. That's uh, cool. Th- All right. Three, two, one, click. I love that. That's so cool. And so gamified too. <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that game, how that would play out with puzzles and stuff. I love it. Excerpt. Rule. Oh. So, like, an excerpt from a rule book of some mm. sort, maybe. Like, you find just a single rule. Oh, I, I kind of like, like the idea. Like, um, I saw saw the game, uh, what was it, Tunic, recently, where, you know, you find pieces mm, of the manual. You're finding tells the you pages that, of the manual, yeah. Um, what if, like, as you find these things, it puts if restrictions on the game? applying. Yeah, you find rules and they start applying. I like that a lot, actually. That's cool. So, and of course, if you don't find the rule for gravity, gravity just doesn't exist. Or or if you somehow are able to yeah, remove that in, excerpt. In the way that Tunic did it, it's a, basically like a Metroidvania sort of thing. Um, where, but it's, but it's, yeah, it's sort of the opposite in that you're removing certain abilities. But like, maybe you need gravity uh, to, to, you know, to make something fall or, or like hold down a button or whatever to get through the yeah. area. Oh, what what if all of a sudden you had to you had to go into the um had to go into the manual and you can actually like cover up parts of the rules? It's kind of like one of those like homebrew. <laughs> you homebrew the rules. Yeah, the, the the idea being that like if you can't see it, it doesn't exist because the the rules are like object permanent I, sort of thing. I feel like we. Oh, I feel like that needs to be limited in a way though, because I do kind of like the idea of just once a rule is applied, it's that's the world now, um, because you're sort of revealing these things about this world. But I do like the idea of having some kind of once off or like limited uses <laughs> of. <laughs> Crossing out a rule or something or tearing it out again. If if you are holding, you know, a, a woolen jumper, then gravity no longer applies. Oh, shit. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, that could be interesting, actually. Instead of, like, tearing out a rule that you can modify a rule mm. in some way. Like, you can find words or 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 something where- Or, or that, yeah, where you can add conditions. Yeah. So, so, initially, you find- I mean, the gravity one's maybe a bit too too broad, but yeah, like yeah. you find the you know player must player player cannot hold more than a hundred gold or something. Yeah, uh, but then you find an O, 
a way or to an O that you can put at the end, and it's like thousand. <laughs> and- right? Yeah, it could just be as simple as that. Um, yeah, and may- that- maybe there there are certain. I'm trying to think of good examples. But yeah, but I-, I like I like that better than removing a rule. It's that it applies like this for a while, which helps you get through a certain area. But then it's like, oh shit! Now that I'm over here, that rule actually stops me from getting through that area. Oh, but then I find this way to alter it, and now this is the new rule. But it <laughs> then it lets you get you know. <laughs> For some reason, my head tried tried saying, "Oh, I can rappel down this cri- down down this cliff." Oh, now I can grapple up the cliff. It's like, no, they're spelled differently. <laughs> grapple. One, one is one is E L and one is L E. So. I know the idea. Let of being me grapple. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm, just, I'm thinking more about like you add certain cases, like you, you you know, it's player player can jump, uh, you know, three three squares high. Yeah. Um, you know, but you find a and, and unless essentially like <laughs> unless holding the you know. Pogo stick or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Camino King. Uh, <laughs> you, your initials have been CK the entire time. It's just you're an old old man. <laughs> how many? How, this must be like the third secret Commander King game. We've I made. know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that. I, it's one of it's one of these ones where I can feel the mechanics and how well they would work. But I'm having a hard time I'm coming, coming up with the rules. Examples. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but that's fine because that's not what we're here for. No, uh, no. We're just we're we're coming up with the idea, and you can if you're you're feeling inspired, you can come up with those rules and then steal it how you want, and, and then and then credit us and give us half the money. Yeah, that's that's the agreement that you implicitly sign every time you listen to a Bitstorm episode. Didn't you know that that's that's like. Every single time you hear the hear the music, that's just our that's our yeah. It's actually there subliminally under containment yeah. uh, under uh, Mount Fox. Well, it's it's yeah, it's containment failure from like the album's containment failure, and therefore you know it's contained within it is is that clause. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mount Defiance is an ironic name because don't defy us. Yeah, stammer. Oh, three to one click. <laughs> stammer. Orbit. Oh, interesting. Stammer and Orbit. So, I mean, Orbit, Orbit immediately made me think of it. Did you ever play The Outer Wilds? Yeah. Just the orbital mechanics in that game and the way that mm. everything was, you know, physically accurate. Oh, um, and is- just the way that that whole time thing started at the very start. And- oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I never- I really- should play it again and actually finish it one of these um, days. I played I it in VR of- and that is like, oh, wow. Yeah. Someone's made- Is that it- an official? It's- no, no someone someone made a mod and did a fucking great job of it. <sighs> okay. Interesting. Um, Stammer is interesting though. I'm trying to figure out how this plays in. Um, is there a meaning for Stammer other than like the, you know, vocal sort of tick- not really, huh? No. I mean, we can we can use someone. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like the idea of ha- of of being inclusive and including someone. Yeah, well, this is the thing. As long as we're not like making it a, a bad thing about them, um, the character just happens to have a still be, Like, I think, yeah, it could still be a factor in 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 the their, their personality and their story. Um, I 
I kind of like so I'd, you know astronaut. all being yeah astronaut. One one of his not not his only defining char- characteristic, but one of, one of the things that just happens to be is that he's got a stammer. Yeah, I mean it could create some dramatic moments as an astronaut trying to communicate, mm. and he's having and he, and he's struggling against. You know, people often I think stammer more when they're stressed, and yeah, you know you've got a Houston. We have a problem situation. Um, yeah, but he can't can't get the words out to like tell him what's happening, and mm. you know you could do that in a really powerful way. Yeah, and and you can and see that pain, especially if you can, stress. especially if you can uh, show that it's even though it's causing some sort of some sort of uh, problem, yeah, but he, diff- he overcomes that people- like yeah, yeah, not overcomes the whole thing. You know, obviously, but no, it's, in- it's not like it ends and it doesn't have a stammer anymore. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, learns to learns to live with it and reaches his dream. Um, turns out that his dream is all about singing in intergalactic singing idol. Singing in space, intergalactic it's, idol. His name's Tom, uh, and he ends up being Major Tom. He's out in space. Uh, Three to one click. Yeah. Okay. Upbeat. Bandwagon. Ooh. Okay. Is is Bandwagon a like music TV show? I feel like is, is was there a show called that? I feel like that's a that's a thing. I mean, I do like the fact that it it one of the, one of the things for a Bandwagon is a wagon used for carrying a band in a parade or pro, or procession. There's something about like using using the old version of this of this word. <laughs> Maybe the actual Bandwagon. Well, I, 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 I do kind of like the idea of a TV show, like, like a, I'm picturing like a, like a countdown style show, yep. right? Like a that features bands and stuff. Maybe they do have a literal bandwagon though, as part of their yep. set. Um, they like bring in the band that's going to play on the bandwagon. <laughs> it's literally like a little uh, red wagon show. that they just that. But just you, one person. One like, person gets pulled in. <laughs> like one person pulls it in. Times. Like. <laughs> um. Or, or- and then, yeah, just having some story around <laughs> stories around what happens, you know, whether it's that we play it out as episodes or if it's like more of a behind the scenes thing of, you know, kind of in like a, a 30 rock away or something where it's, you know, here's the stuff that here's happens. Here's the to hijinks that show. is going on in, in kind of like a, yeah, like a wide world with, of sports. Like something is something's happening in the with, background, but you're still got to. dramatic, you know, bands that with ridiculous riders. riders yeah. You know the the um, the broadcaster. You know having to having diff- stupid requests and trying to cancel you or whatever. Oh, I'm just um, I'm just imagining that you'd occasionally get like the band who goes, you know, we're too good to to be miming. It's like the reason why we want to mime is so that you don't stuff up and swear. Like we don't we don't make the mics hot so that you can like yeah, just. So I I like doing that as as a bit of a sitcom. Like format almost where yep. each episode of the game essentially is based around an episode of the show. Yeah. It's a different band each time. The hijinks of stuff going the on. The hijinks that happen. I think maybe it's a bit of a like- The producer that you a- get to know and you get to know- Yeah, know, well, that's it. Then you get to know the characters. You've got your regular cast of characters, but but you've got your guest characters who are the band coming in each time. Okay. So, we are the interim host- for bandwagon, 
Okay. So we're coming in, in, you know, you effectively like the, the, the normal host is, is sick. You've, you're coming in to look after, look after it for the, for a couple of weeks while they get better. Like they broke a leg or, Hey, cool. They, they went off to have a baby and you're, you're their, their replacement. And you know, this is, um, so you're, you're coming in, you're getting to know the producer. You, you get to, know some of the people that's going on you've, the cast and crew and you get to yeah, you get to know the camera operation and, operator and you know you yeah. don't fuck o- don't fuck over the boom operator because you know if you stole his donut in the first episode shit. like that has ramifications yeah, well, I'm, I'm picturing like, almost a bit of a telltale or like point and click sort of thing of you know some slight branching stuff each game or a life is strange you know um which are already episodic but I feel like there's not been a lot of comedic ones. I mean, I know Telltale has done some comedic ones. There's like the Borderlands stuff and why and do I things, get but- the feeling that I would I would be screwed in this sort of game because I wouldn't want to spend the time getting to know these people at the start, right? But if you right. don't spend the time getting to know them before the episode starts, like you set yourself back a little bit. Like you really should have got to know some of these other characters. I do. And- I do like the idea that essentially, especially maybe in the first episode, uh, how the show ends up going at the end, like sort of the last, you know, the last act, essentially the last third of the episode is the actual recording of the show. And based on the decisions you've made and yeah, how well you've treated or how well you've got to know the cast and crew, it, it could go well. It could go shit. Yeah. Um, and then that will lead into episode two of, and, and you know, it can essentially just be a branching, like, did you do a good episode? Did you do a bad episode? And kind of just kicks off. And the now next you're, with you're having to deal with a slight, you know, slight change to the thing of, oh, the, yeah. the, the big wigs have now come down because they weren't happy with your last episode or the big, the big wigs have come down because they were really happy because they want to congratulate episode. you. Yeah. yeah. And it changes up the dialogue a bit. Like, like the life, like life is strange does. I mean, life is strange you know, it has a fair number of decisions that you make and it enumerates them all at the end, yeah. which is fun as well. Uh, but then that will just mostly just affect certain story beats and stuff. Um, but yeah, I love that in a sitcom format and I love this idea of it being based around this music show and that they could have then, like, in the very music, like, sitcom-y way and, and in the music show way, like, the bands could be real bands or- like the guest stars playing the band members could be different voice actors that they bring in and stuff. Yeah. Um, to actually play those parts. And I think, you know, each episode ends with a song from that band. Yeah. Um, and it might like not have vocals because the, you fucked up something and the mic wasn't <laughs> turned on, but they'll still play. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked over the sound guy, or you 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 let the band talk to the sound guy, and he he talked them into into letting them go live instead of instead of yeah. you know miming yeah. like like most people <laughs> I love do. It. I've been like, yeah, episode three uh, when you know you have the bad jackals come on, and uh, they can if you choose the path that means they end up playing live. The song that is at the end of the. Episode is just fucking full of swear words. <laughs> They're just swearing every second word because they play like their filthiest song. <laughs> and the, you're just going like, oh, fuck, I can go and play. <laughs> it's the song like that Metallica usually open with the 
the so what, which is, <laughs> you know, got C bombs all the way through it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm going to be fired. <laughs> like, and then the next episode is all about, like, standards and practices are now down and, you know, making sure yeah, that you Yeah, it don't- could lead onto that. And, and again, you could have it, you know, even if you managed to uh, make the choices so that they didn't play live, like, something else minor happened then that- you know, still makes they, that next they episode about standards butt. and practices. Therefore, standards yeah, and practices yes. are now here yes. saying, oh, no more, no more bear, be- bear behinds. <laughs> no more bear bottoms on the air. <laughs> I'm just picturing standards and practices is like this old stuffy dude with like a huge book. And it, oh, yeah, and, and his whole thing the, is like, like the you know, standards and practices say subsection 33 that we cannot bear... You cannot show a bear. We can bottom. only show a single, a single cheek, <laughs> cheek at any time. If there are two cheeks, no on the crack. At once. <laughs> you may not show crack, especially and, not open crack. And definitely no anus. <laughs> no more anuses. Oh. Title of the episode: <laughs> No more anuses. <laughs> All right, three, two, and click. I think we've got time for one more. Yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Discard. Mortar. So this could either be, you know, the substance used to connect, connect bricks, bricks. Or it can be or the weapon, like a, the weapon of which you've used. got to discard the mortar. I do kind of well, like the discard, idea of- When you said discard, though, I definitely thought of like a some sort of card building or deck building thing as well, which could be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a deck builder and what you're building is a wall it's a wall <laughs> you just have to get like 37 brick cards it's a mortar <laughs> if you don't get the mortar card you, it, it's, mortar, not, yeah. it's not it's not strong enough like uh, i kind of like how would you how would you make a game that how would you make a a deck building card or maybe not a deck building card game necessarily but like a, a hand you know a card game in which yes, where your goal is you draw. To build oh the shit! Wall. I got grass again. Damn it! I can't do anything with that. Like, but can you then play grass on someone else? And it's that the grass has grown up through their you know unfinished wall, and they have to take time to. And then you get glass, and <laughs> clear it's like, it. oh, damn it! Well, if I throw it at them, then you know that'll contaminate their building site, and you know then they're good. Then they're gonna find the broom, bu- uh, the broom card, <laughs> the broom card. <laughs> You just and, and again, like physical card games are limited by you know how many different types of cards you can you can print. Uh, digital card games less so. I you've just yeah. got like hundreds of different types of cards in this game about where where. But all you're looking for is that is bricks and mortar brick card. And well, you you start off needing to find. Um, wood so that you can actually create like the frame of the house like the so you need wood, you need woods and wooden nails um yeah. and then just a fuckload of brick cards oh, and, and, of brick. And, and some tile cards of course you need tile cards to to make sure that you can put a roof on well this. i think you're just building the house though i mean the wall you're not building the whole house i think you're like, just building the wall just building it's just the wall. wall yeah you and, and a mighty fine stuff, wall but. it is the game is called the wall and yeah First, per- first person to find the thirty-two brick cards and the seventeen mortar cards um, yep. wins. Wins, yeah. But there's only 
Well, hang on. How many? I was going to say there's only 32 in the deck. Um, that but that would mean if one other person got any of them, unless you can then, unless you have to like negotiate and monopoly steal lies them or steal them or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm making a glass house. I need all the glass I can. <laughs> a glass wall. Mine's a window wall. Mine's a wonder wall. <laughs> Get out of here, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> now here's my wonder wall. So I said maybe uh, that we could yeah, go down this. Gonna be line. the one that saves me. Yeah. Um, this is fucking insane, but I love it. How many different cars do we need? Do you think? So, <laughs> I mean, as much as I love the idea of. You have a hand, like you have to keep all the cards in your hand. You've just got a can of like 70 cards and you're still trying to collect your 32 brick cards. Um, no, I think you, I think you've got a play area. Like maybe as you get, you know, two bricks and some mortar or whatever, you can lay that you can down. essentially play them as your turn and they become part of your wall. Oh, you can only connect a brick to another brick with a mortar card. So, yeah, the, yeah. the idea is that you could have three bricks in your hand, but you don't have the mortar to actually connect yes. them together. That's so- right. And, and and you could, and people can steal, like there are cards that let people steal brick, but only from your hand. Only like from essentially your hand. once yeah. something's in the wall, it's much harder for anything to happen. It's solidified. still things. Yeah. yeah. I think there maybe are still things that could happen to your wall in some way. I think, I think you can actually sabotage other harder. people's walls with like a sledgehammer. Like that's like on your action turn. And if- if they don't yeah, have, yeah, like they lose like three bricks out of their wall or something, yeah. or um, and they may they, they they the bricks go back into their hands, but they lose the mortar cards because you can't really reuse the mortar. Oh, um, th- this is actually, yeah, I think there's some there's this, some this fun is, stuff. This there. Has actually got some got some teeth to it. In so fact, this teeth only, is, is one only- of the cards. <laughs> you punch. <laughs> 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 you bite the other person and they miss a turn. No, because uh, they have to go for a um, tetanus shot. I, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, maybe you can, maybe you can put like down some old pottery or something like that, and it's basically to to send like uh, paleontologists and or, right. or archaeologists over to your site, over to their yeah. site to, yeah. to make them but lose a turn. This is now sort a dig site. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you can have a lot of like it's almost a chance card sort of situation. Yeah, you just where you're you can throw down over, things like, that that screw over others. Oh, but I think up to like four send players. O- send, maybe. O- send over the shitty intern. Yep. It's like and they Or you can like contaminate their mortar or something that like all all mortar cards in their hands. Too sloppy. Yeah, well that's it. Like you just add water to their mortar and it and it like oh, they cut their fuck. T- I fuck- removes all mortar cards from I their, fucking from love their this. Hand. Like it's I mean this is the thing like a good game designer, and I'm not saying where that. No, I think we. we I think we have enough. Not, I think we have enough to know what could potentially make a good game. I think we'd find it very hard to actually make this game, but I think yes, I think like someone with some design chops could absolutely make a car- an actual effective card game out of just building a wall. Yep. Um, but and then it's we'll a digital it, one. And then we'll, it's got to be digital because well, I, and I like digital because then, uh, like, I mean, I think. The way we've described it, actually, it probably could make a physical game as well. Um, but I like digital. I like you actually see your wall. We can render it really nicely mm-hmm. in a real engine. <laughs> when someone hits you with the sledgehammer, it actually, like, knocks out the bricks. When they put the pressure um, hose over, you know, it can actually water down the mortar too much and bricks yeah, slide you know, off. Like, yep. 
But again, they're that's loose cool. bricks then, and that's that's available for anyone like to to pick up from the table. Like, oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. I think that's another rule. Like, if you if you wash away the mortar, like they they're now free for anyone to anyone to grab. If you can't get, if you don't have yeah. more mortar to put down to to like attach those bricks properly into the wall, um, then they're just loose bricks. They're they're free for the taking. But yeah, cool. I love that. And then I think we follow it up with a game about watching paint dry. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the end of that. Yeah, that's all we have time for for this episode. So thank you for joining us this week on Bitstorm. If you want to find our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash Bitstorm. Check them all out. Leave us a review. Um, Tell us what band you'd want to see on Bandwagon. Yeah. Um, I know which band I'd like to see. That band, Kuradust, who who may do their song Mad to Find Self or the Uncontemnophobia. Um, yeah, th- and that's the challenge for that week is that it's a 10-minute fucking song and it takes up half the episode and uh, the producers get mad. But Yeah, because they didn't realise that they were going to play that song and not their hit Doll in the Dust. Yeah, the vocalist just stood there doing nothing. <laughs> and, then <bared laughs> and, the, and then the guitarist was speaking Japanese in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Just not for good for ratings. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. I'd also like to see Eldritch (laughs) Rites. Plug, plug, plug. (laughs) 